When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Duck Insight. This is Duck Insight. Insight on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. 25, 20, How about the straight He will score. Boy, got some speed. They will not get it. He makes the grab. Yes. And a bullet throw. Sir. And a bullet throw from her. Welcome to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. Thank you, and welcome to an Athletic Director Wednesday edition of Duck Insider. We're live here in the Duck Store today, and Craig Pittens joins us, Senior Associate Athletic Director. We were just talking uh, before the show about all of your SAT vocabulary words. <laughs> I'm not sure how it came up. And uh, what did you, you know get what? on your SAT? I, I did very well on the SAT. Good. Uh, I had to, I took the ACT because at the schools I was applying to, the ACT was more popular. But I did take the SAT as well, and my SAT equivalent score was higher than my ACT. So I don't know what that means. Good work. Yeah. Way to go. Happy with it. And now I, got into, I got into school. And now you're <laughs> so here. That That's all that it matters. Uh, Craig Pittens is always kind enough to uh, not necessarily volunteer, but he accepts me volunteering him <laughs> to take your questions. I didn't really get a – I haven't had ever had a, a say in that matter, but I'm, I'm more than willing to do it. I think anytime. that you – you, isn't like 90% of your job answering, answering questions? questions? I, I feel like it is, yeah. 90 might, might be uh, a little bit – short of what it actually is but we'll go with it so what is it actually uh it's actually you know and the algorithm that i keep in my office is about 93.4 percent so you know 90 was close 93.4 percent so what's the other uh little bits how do you divide up that pie chart (laughs) oh boy you know it just depends on the day duck insider is at point one 
You know, I'm on point every, one. Well, man, I'm I would not say it's that, like point oh one. I'm not on that often. No, no. Well, not, you used to be on more frequently. But I then was. We, yeah. we went to an hour long. Well, you, you got wise. The ratings weren't there, and, and that was a decision by corporate. I get it. I mean, you're saying, wait, wait. You're telling me that our discussions about the Green Bay Packers don't raise the needle, <laughs> or candy, or some of the other candy. Actually, we probably talked about candy that have juddered out of the ground. Juddered. He did it. It, okay, nice that job. took you two minutes. So we we had we had a challenge for Craig to get one of our SAT vocabulary words in today. It it's took kind of you a, all of two minutes. It was minutes. kind of a prerequisite for me to be oh, on the show gee. today. See, and prerequisite was show another off. one. We we decided yeah. that we weren't going to be able to pull that off. But I think this started because I used the word vernacular. You did. Vernacular is a great word. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could spell it anymore, but I think that as a broadcaster, it's a very important term. It is. It, it's well within your vernacular. Yeah. You have to have strong diction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's stop. Can we All stop? All right. There's we'll take a, your Facebook comments and questions. There's an English uh, teacher on campus listening going, I oh, did yeah, it. I'm, I butchering, won. I'm butchering the English language right now. So it happens. I'm sorry it about happens. that. Uh, he's Craig Pittens. He's on Twitter at UO Pittens. Many of you have probably asked him questions there. We'll take your Facebook comments and questions. Uh, also, Oregon men's golf head coach Casey Martin joins us coming up in just a little while on the show. Uh, I had a great conversation with Coach Martin. He's probably out on the links right now, but he we probably talked is. To, talked beautiful earlier. afternoon right now. It's the first time in a while there. they've had yeah. a uh, beautiful afternoon. We'll jump into that. It's going to be a fun show coming up with you. Uh, some women's basketball updates for you as well. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday with uh, Ina Uso, Annalie Maley, Sierra Camposano moving on from the program. More on that in just a little while. Some good news for women's basketball, though. Lexi Bando joining the L.A. Sparks for training camp. That's pretty oh, that, cool. That's great. I, I didn't realize that. that Shooters. Is Always find a spot. You can, you can find a role if you have that special talent. You have that unique talent. And obviously, she's one of the greatest shooters in the history of, of women's basketball. Yeah. And in the history of the NCAA, she finished uh, just a few points short of yeah. being the best shooter ever. But she's the best in Oregon history from three, best in Pac-12 history from three. I think That's we've covered. I think we've covered uh, this before on the show. But do you know who the men's all-time leader in three-point percentage is? We have covered this. I don't do know remember who, it, who is? it is, though. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Really? He is. Wow. Okay. This is what Craig Pittens is good for. He's got some random, random random facts, facts for yeah. you. Random I feel facts. like you'd be a very good Trivial Pursuit player. Uh, I do like some Trivial Pursuit. How's your I, Jeopardy game at night? I'm pretty strong. Okay. I was almost on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. When really? When it was rolling. When the show was like, when Regis when was When Regis on, was still the host? I was really close. So I got down to the, they'd have the phone-in thing every night, and you could, couldn't always get through, but I got through. And then if you got that, you were put in a lottery uh, to be selected for the next round. And I, I got through a bunch of times and probably qualified, but I actually got through the lottery one time, and they have 25 people for 10 spots. If you make it, if you're one of the 10, they actually fly you the next day to New York with the guest. Wow. So anyway, I get to the 25, and the question I got wrong was put these shows in sequential order, and I can't remember the other shows, but one of the shows that I got wrong was Action. Have you ever heard of that show? uh uh-huh. It was a very short-lived show, actually, that had been canceled a couple weeks previous uh, with Jay Moore on Fox. And I was like, I don't know. When, when was this? 60s. When did you make it this far? Uh, well, that was probably 2001. So was okay. 2001. I mean, that was when the show was, yeah, it was definitely 2001 because I was in my, my third year of law school uh, with, with apparently not anything else better to do than watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But law whatever. school. Yeah. Fun fact. See, I didn't know that. This is why we do this on yeah, the show. It's I, Athletic Director Wednesday. And this is why I'm no longer on the show because we don't talk about the Ducks. Now. So <laughs> here we go. by Pymark. Get ready for your season for less. Uh, the surplus sale has been announced. Details on that coming up. It's set for May 12th. GoDucks.com has you covered on all the info. We'll get to that coming up. I do want to tell you about the clear bag policy that Oregon State has enacted. For those of you that are thinking about heading up to the baseball series, the Civil War running Thursday through Saturday. It's a clear bag policy. More on the Oregon State Athletics website. No metal water bottles. That's a big key. Keep that in mind some other updates for you uh, the st baldrick's tournament is of course going on on sunday it's the yeah, annual bald fest great you got, you got a good head of hair you gonna I, shave it i for... do have some gray hair i'm actually not going to be here i've, I've oh. missed it two years in a row to go to the pac-12 golf tournament okay. I, I actually i would i'd have no problem doing it i, I think my hair would grow back uh, jimmy stanton's I'm, filling in yeah he he uh he is and I, I look forward to seeing him next week with uh, out any here. I'm emceeing the event, and Caitlin really? Wong. Yeah, Caitlin Wong volunteered me to shave Jimmy's head, and he wasn't stoked about that. He wasn't. Well, if, if, do you have any experience with the razor? Yes, you do on my own face. Yeah, that's not. not that's not the same. No. I I would Shudder. not want you to do mine either. Yeah, I can't do it. 
Okay, it's kind good. of a prerequisite that you uh, <laughs> make sure again. that you have some experience doing that. Here we that. go again. Uh, we also talked yesterday about this, and I want to focus on it to start. Uh, Hayward Field, the renovation, the wow. finest facility in track and field. I, now, here's, here's my thing with this. Uh, you can see the renderings on around.uorgan.edu slash Hayward. They're jaw-dropping. Opening yeah. in 2020. Um, Great video, too. If yeah, it's a spectacular video. video. Uh, Godex.com has some more information as well. What here, here's what sticks out to me. I mean, we're calling it the finest track and field venue. Isn't right? it already? That's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I, I don't know that it's necessarily the finest or the nicest, but I think it's the best right now. Well, With it's, the history, it, all those yeah. things, right? I mean, it, it's a, the most historic. Can we agree sure. on that? I, I would, I would uh, argue that that is. But there are a lot of great facilities around the world. Yeah. When you're talking about the world, there, there are Olympic stadiums that have, have hosted Olympics that are, are pretty grand and, and – uh, sure, certainly if they were having to host anything, they could be brought up back up to that same condition again. And, and look, the drawings are incredible, it, and that's just it. When this is done, it will be the best in the world, period, uh, and there won't be any question. There won't be any argument uh, when it's complete. What are some of the highlights for, for you, the, the administration, and working with campus closely on this project? Had to be a cool day to finally see it released. I know if a lot of fans were waiting to see what it was going to look like. Yeah, it, it, it did, you know, and, and it was a pretty, uh, pretty tight around everything. And, and, you know, I I saw a lot of it, uh, the same time everybody else did. And it, it looked fantastic and can't wait to watch the progress on it. You know, obviously there's, there's people that, uh, are, are pretty emotionally attached to, to Hayward Field. And Hayward Field magic is is never going to disappear, uh, you know, no matter what the, the format of the, the track is. And and the format of the track, is <laughs> that part is going to be the same. Yeah. It's just, it just it looks spectacular, and I can't wait to see it uh, come to fruition. The first time I ever saw a track meet at Hayward Field, uh, I sat in the East Grandstands. It was rickety. It was raining. It was pouring rain that day. And I loved it. Yeah, I mean that to me it always sums it up. I mean people it's always. It's the people there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's the fan base. It's the atmosphere, and I think that it, it, it's Trackdown USA after all. And that, now you add a facility that's you know up there with the HDC, Jane Sanders yeah. Stadium, these other new ones. It, it's gonna be pretty and, something. And, you know, I, I obviously I wasn't here when uh, we went from Matt Court to Matthew Knight Arena, uh, but the only thing similar in my career to that would be. Uh, LSU baseball it, it played at Alex Box Stadium, and they built a brand new Alex Box Stadium. And there were fans that were concerned about what that would look like because Alex Box Stadium had a rich tradition of history. Mm -hmm. uh, but they developed their own history at at the new Alex Box, and uh, it's a it's one of the best baseball stadiums in the country. And and uh, there's no doubt that this is different because this is going to be the the best track and field facility in the world period opening in 2020 the new hayward field can't can't wait i'm excited see some of the renderings uh, it's pretty jaw-dropping the one that got me is actually the first one where you see an overhead of the old hayward field you scroll and you see oh what that's it's pretty cool on like. the website yeah, yeah it looks it's really cool good on the website to see just the transformation that'll take place about what thirty thousand seats uh it, not to be uh, to be determined and I, I think there's only there's between 12 and 13 Permanent seats, and again, that's to be all to be determined. Gotcha. Uh, but obviously, it'll it'll scale up or scale down depending on uh, the actual event and and the need for seating. Just like the current Hayward Field, and that that's no different than uh, what the current Hayward Field is, is capable of. Athletic Director Wednesday is brought to you by Buy Market. Ready for your season for less. Uh, the surplus sale set for May twelfth. It's Duckmas in the spring, Craig. E it's fantastic. It, it is probably, <laughs> from a people watching standpoint, uh, it's gotten it's gotten a little bit not as fun to people watch because when and and rightfully so. I mean, we now uh, award season ticket holders and donors they have access to get into the sale earlier. But when it was a free for all, <laughs> it was amazing because today's what today's Wednesday. People were already camped out yesterday in front of the the indoor in front of the mo. Uh, to <laughs> to get in for Saturday and and the the wild wild west is is somewhat gone but still entertaining. <laughs> I think it's pretty fun though uh, just to see all the stuff and hey selfishly this is the first time in my career that the baseball team has been at home when the surplus oh, really? is going on. Yeah. Baseball is usually on the road and so. I've actually never attended an Oregon surplus sale because I've always been traveling with baseball. Yeah, it. it I don't know if you're missing <laughs> too much, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, it it is it is kind of again fun to watch, and it, it is fun to watch from a perspective of it's a great opportunity to get 
some pretty exclusive gear at a great price. Right. And not only that, even if you're not just to wear, like things to wear, I mean, it, it, it's hard to beat it. Saturday, May 12th at the Mashovsky Center next to Autzen Stadium. Sale runs 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And as always, it's in a benefit for University of Oregon season ticket holders and Duck Athletic Fund donors. You're eligible for priority access to the surplus sale. More info on all that at GoDucks.com. We'll give you more of the details coming up in just a little while. I do want to dive into a few other things with you, Craig, uh, including the spring game. Uh, yeah, this is coming up always fun. One of the f- and you and I have had this conversation, I remember, the last couple of years. The honoring the military aspect of the spring game is something pretty special. Pretty special. Uh, one of the unique things, probably one of my favorite days of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actually, this week, I mean, I love. We had a scholarship dinner last night, which I think is one of my favorite events. And then, and then the spring game, uh, honoring the military is is so special because obviously the men and women uh, that that do serve us, y- you know, it's a great opportunity to honor them and recognize them for keeping us safe. Uh, and, and providing our freedom. And, it, it, yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. The jersey exchange is always pretty emotional, I, That's I, I think. That's a pretty unique thing. Uh, and, and just the folding of the flag, uh, there's a lot of unique elements that really uh, come into play. Obviously, the game is on Saturday. If you were unaware, it's at 2 o'clock this year, which is different. Normally, it's been at 11 a.m. in the past. 2 p.m., you can bring some canned food. A couple canned food items will get you in. Uh, food for Lane County, again, it's one of Food for Lane County's biggest uh, pushes for the year, so we appreciate the opportunity to support them and our fans that have over the years. And and beyond that, we we want to have a, a big crowd welcome Coach Cristobal uh, into you know his first spring game. And beyond that, uh, I know I, I'm, I, I feel okay saying this because it, I'm not talking specifically about anybody, Jody Sykes. Um, <laughs> but there will be a lot of recruits on campus as well uh, from for football and. You know, there's nothing better if you're a recruit coming on campus to to see a, a bunch of Oregon fans out for a, a basically a skirmish. So make it special is what you're saying. Make it special. Uh, yeah, it helps with that. that. That's how fans can help with recruiting without. Yeah, no, without doing the things that we don't want you to right. do. Uh, <laughs> th- this is one thing you can do. If you want to help with recruiting, uh, you know, show up on Saturday and, and show your support. A lot of events to talk about. Uh, we also have a couple questions from Tobias and Cliff, we're going to get a break in on Athletic Director Wednesday brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Uh, Craig, always kind enough to answer your Facebook comments and questions. I volunteer him for that. That's called like a that's like a tease in the in the business, right? Is that when we come back from break? That's right. Tobiah, Cliff, answering a couple questions. And I haven't even seen the screen yet, so this will be great. This is perfect. Craig Pitt, cliffhanger for us. me too, which is <laughs> I, I feel like I should not have a cliffhanger <laughs> because I'm actually on the show. But whatever, I, it's how we roll. You're the interviewee. There's always, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. There's always element a of surprise. Here we go. <laughs> back after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. This is Joel Block for the Law and You with Eugene Attorney Laura Johnson. Laura, I understand Oregon is leading a national effort to protect children from chemicals in certain products. Joel, it's called the Toxic-Free Kids Act. It requires manufacturers to disclose and eventually phase out harmful chemicals that are known to cause health problems such as cancer, learning disabilities, and chronic diseases like asthma. Children and pregnant women are especially at risk. Oregon's law helped lead the way to new national laws, the first in 40 years. Implementation will be the next step and will take years. As new chemicals are identified in the Toxic Free Kids Act, we'll be posting them on our website. Our firm has worked to bring public awareness to lead-free children's toys and alternatives to pesticides in parks. Our goal is to protect Oregon children from harmful chemicals. Thanks, Laura. To learn more about the Toxic Free Act and sign up to get reports on chemicals, visit CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. The Law and You is part of Corson and Johnson's work to make communities safer. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. The Oregon IMG Sports Network. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit FinishYourDiploma.org. That's FinishYourDiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack, and joined by Senior Associate Athletic Director Craig Pittens for Athletic Director Wednesday, brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Casey Martin joining us coming up, oh, about 10 minutes or so on the show, my conversation with the Oregon men's golf head coach. Uh, got a question, or at least a couple questions on the Facebook stream for you. Uh, Cliff asks, to the marketing department, so... Craig, yeah, I mean, this sure. is part of your wheelhouse. Sure. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on this one. If the Portland Diamond Project gets their way, could Oregon Ducks baseball slash softball play a preview game at the new MLB, or in, I guess in conjunction with the new MLB in Portland whenever they maybe find a way to get up there? A lot of rumors in Portland uh, about an MLB team. Yeah, I mean, that's a possi- always a possibility. Uh, we've played games in Hillsboro before mm-hmm. for baseball, so I, I, I would imagine that you know, that would be an attractive venue to, to play at at some point down in the future. Softball, probably not, uh, just because of the field different differentiation. And you'd have to bring in a, a fence that would really jutter out of the ground. Uh, and, and I'm not sure that you'd want to do that. Groundskeepers aren't going to be too happy with no, you. No, softball would be tr- really hard, especially with the difference in the mound. And, and actually, the groundskeeper for that particular facility wouldn't be too happy. I mean, they hate right. when... I, I actually lived with uh, for a summer with the groundskeeper in minor league baseball, and so I, I have a, an understanding of their feelings toward certain things. and And putting a, a softball game on a baseball field would be high on the list of absolutely not under over my dead body unless you're getting paid a ton to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I better get a cut of that. That's what the groundskeeper would be telling you. Well, I can identify with that. Yeah, as a, uh, yeah that makes sense. I mean, when I was in high school, we were all our own groundskeeper. We didn't have a groundskeeper oh, for baseball. Yeah. I mean, so I, I learned just a, a smidgen of Turfice? what Turfus? Y- use a lot oh, yeah. of turfus. Oh, yeah. Our, uh, our, our high school baseball field actually flooded to, the, like, to my belly button. Oh, my. It was awful. We, uh, awful. The, the year I worked there, I worked for the Beloit Snappers. And the summer I worked there, I started in May. And I think it rained every day in May. I pulled tarp probably every yeah. day in May. You have I, to do it. It was it was great. Team effort though. Team effort. Definite team effort. You know, it, it was an old school tarp. It didn't have any of the handles that some of them have on now. So it was uh, you'd tear your fingers up pretty good. But whatever. It was all for the good of the cause. Tobias asks, who's the uh, next big up-and-coming track and field star at Oregon? That's hard because I th- I feel like there was a anybody. real change of the guard. Yeah. You know, I mean, you had a lot of Olympians including Edward Cheserick, who's outstanding. I mean, I feel like it kind of has been a change of the guard. I really liked uh, w- the way Rob Mosley put it, that it's from King Ches to Queen Rain. Yeah. I like Katie Rainsberger. Yeah. I think that she's going to be the, the You know, interesting, you wanted a fact. Uh, her mom was actually the last American before Monday. That's right. Uh, to win the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's see, these are good facts. It's a good these fact. are good right. facts. Uh, I think that uh, anytime you see the sprints on the women's side, too, you're going to see some outstanding performances. Uh, Alicia Johnson's one to watch, too. It, it should be an, another fun year. Obviously, uh, as we talked about Hayward, you know, the NCAAs uh, will be the last collegiate event uh, in the in the venue for this year and, and until it is reopened. Uh, so make it out there. Make it out to the NCAAs, and, and you'll – guaranteed to probably see uh, quite a few ducks and you'll see the transformation uh you can see it in its last ncaa event and then Whew. get to see the, f- the hopefully change. when it comes back well that's what i was going to say i mean that is kind of the next question is you hoping that it does come back yeah and i would hope permanently. well i would i would think if you're in indianapolis and you saw the the renderings yesterday uh, or you're just affiliated with track anywhere and you saw the renderings yesterday there's no other place you'd want to have it. Yeah. Uh, there isn't, there wasn't before, but now there's no question. Craig Pittens, Senior Associate Athletic Director, joining us for Athletic Director Wednesday, brought to you by Bymar. Now let's talk softball a little bit. Sure. Getting Oklahoma here to come in on a Thursday before a conference How series. Great is that? That's pretty cool. It's, yeah, that's a, a major, uh, major coup from a scheduling standpoint. Obviously, it benefits both teams because 
it, it, it's key for seeding at this point uh, in terms of getting ready for the the tournament. And, you know, really interesting. I just ran into Coach White this morning actually in the hallway and, uh, you know, just kind of talking a little bit about the RPI. They're, they're number one in the RPI. Yep. And I think have seven losses maybe. Yep. And and it just speaks to the strength of the schedule that they've played. Obviously, the Pac-12 is ridiculous this year. The top four teams in the RPI, which is almost unheard of in any sport, are from the same conference. Mm-hmm. And and the Pac-12 is ridiculously strong this this year and and every year pretty much, but this year in particular. Uh, and so adding Oklahoma, obviously a team that we've battled and and lost to actually in the College World Series, uh, is a big deal. I'm excited Thursday. Uh, it's going to be, be fun. fun. It'll and be then, great. You know, and then Stanford, uh, it's kind of cool. A former Oregon assistant is now the head coach at Stanford. So Jessica Allister was with Coach White for one year. Then she took the head coaching job at Minnesota. From Minnesota, went to be the head coach at Stanford. This is her first year, and they're starting to get things going a little bit. Yeah, and, and Coach White obviously has has uh, is obviously one of the best coaches in the country. But beyond that, he has turned off uh, some pretty good assistants while he's been here as well. Let's talk about men's golf. Uh, we're going to hear from the head coach, Casey Martin, coming up. Uh, how good is Norman Jung? <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, and this, I, I don't want to steal Casey's thunder because I'm sure he talks more in detail and, and certainly has a better eye for that. You know, having watched him play, he makes it look really, really easy. And he's only 19. And I would argue at this point in his career – he is on pace if every if all the projections are correct and and he is the same player that everybody thinks he's going to be he could be this sounds ridiculous to say right now but I'm going to go on record as saying it he could be the most famous Oregon athlete of all time wow because if you think about it I was ready for a golf comparison no, not no, no. like he Mount could, Rushmore of Oregon he athletics could be, he could end up being one of the he could because he'll be one of the most recognizable if he ends up being a, a complete star on the PGA uh, tour someday, he will be one of the most recognizable people on the planet. I don't think people realize how much golfers make per year, uh, but for example, Aaron Wise, you know, he's hanging around 90th to 100th on the tour this year, and he's made 500,000 this year. Now, it, to you know, the top guys on the tour, just from earnings, not from endorsements. Are making twenty to thirty million per year, and endorse- I'll take that. endorsements will also add on top of that. Now, again, there's a lot to be said, but if he continues on the trajectory he is, he could have a and he could play a long time. Uh, the the sky's the limit, and he has potential to be the most famous Oregon athlete of all time. And that's a very bold statement, but because obviously we've had a lot of greats in a lot of different sports, but he's. He's special. That's the best way to put it. Who is the most famous Oregon athlete of all time currently? You could probably say Prefontaine. Yeah. Uh, would probably be the most recognizable. Uh, now Marcus makes Marcus a case. Marcus is right there. And, you know, obviously Ash Neaton. Uh, you know, if you want to throw back, you got people like Mel Renfro, Dan Fouts, Fouts. Ahmad Rashad. Um, Harrington. Y- Harrington. Probably not, you know, no no offense to Joey, but just in terms of what it people have done beyond Oregon. Sure. Um, you know, that th- it's a pretty uh, unique group, but that's why I think, I really think Norman has potential to, to do that. He's, he watching him play is, is really, really unique because he, again, he just makes it look really a game. That's really hard. Make it look really simple. He's won six tournaments already. He's, He's won, won three, three straight. Uh, including one in my hometown of Santa Cruz, actually, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but he he's already won six. That's an Oregon record. And I was talking with some of the guys in the office about this. I've never seen a guy win three straight before. No, in, in any level, that yeah. is really That's hard. Really to hard do. to do. I mean, if you think about the think about the tour and the grind of the tour, and and again, the fields that they're playing in. Uh, you know, now again, the documentation didn't have as many teams, maybe not as many participants, but you're talking fifteen to twenty teams. At each one of these tournaments, times five or six, you're looking at between 75 and 100 golfers yeah. that he's beating each week. Now, again, the the other two of the top golfers in the country are, will be at the Pac-12, and if he's able to beat them, I don't see how he doesn't win every National Player of the Year award because he's that good. It's crazy to think, you know, I'm at the scholarship dinner last night, 
and you look at the very special sophomores we have in, in three different sports, and, and really, I mean, we have a lot of great sophomores, but you're talking about Sabrina, who is already one of the greatest women athletes mm-hmm. of all time here. Norman, who's a, a only, he's a sophomore. Technically, he should be a freshman, freshman. but he's a sophomore. Uh, and then you got Justin Herbert. And, like, within a span of 10 seconds, I saw all three of them, and I'm thinking, oh, that would be a great photo op because someday you're going to look back and say these three were all sophomores at the same time at the University of Oregon. That's true. And, and look, I, I say that Norman, I mean, Sabrina could eclipse Norman as well. I mean, yeah. she's that good. She's been uh, game-changing, I think, on different levels, more than just Absolutely. what's she, happened on the floor. She's, she's amazing amazing on a number of levels and well, a great person. Norman's a great person as well. And that that's what makes it great about, uh, you know, somebody like Norman. He's just, a, he's a great kid. He's a smart kid. And um, you, you, you root for those kind of people. Norman Jong, uh, we're going to hear about him from his head coach, Casey Martin, coming up next segment. Uh, he's been on a pretty special run and uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun to see what the future holds for him. I well, think it's going to be pretty special. I think special. the future at this point after June holds a lot of dollar signs for him because <laughs> there's a lot of people that uh, would love to to market his game and, and be affiliated with Norman, which is crazy because he's 19, but yeah. that's the way it is. That's how good he is. That's how good he is. He's Craig Pinton, Senior Associate Athletic Director. It's Athletic Director Wednesday brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Craig? Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk about juddered right out of here. I'm going to judder right out of here. You know, now you're overdoing it. I mean, the, your vernacular. <laughs> I'm trying too hard. Now you got to widen the vernacular. Uh, I'll try to. Everybody's like, "What's that mean, man?" I don't, even, I don't even know. I probably I don't even think I've used it correctly in any of the three. Well, did, did you look? Did, did you Google it? What does it actually mean? It it means to pop out like suddenly, right? I feel like you did well. Uh, it means to shake violently or pop out, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I I had to look it up. So. Like I said, I'm going to judder right out of here. I'm out. Craig's juddering. Up next, Casey Martin, head coach men's golf, joins us on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. <laughs> Western bacon cheese, burger cheese, bacon, Western bacon cheese, burger. I'm talking Carl Jr. Pick it up. Western bacon cheese, burger, Carl Jr. Pick it up. Western bacon cheese, burger cheese, bacon, western bacon cheese, burger, Carl's Jr., pick it up. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win. Giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. This is Duck Insider from IMG, America's home for college sports. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual. Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Movies like Contagion are fiction, but disease outbreaks can and do happen. Early detection allows public health officials at the state, local, and federal levels to manage and reduce the spread and impact of a contagious disease. CDC stands ready to respond. Our scientists work 24-7 to address current and potential health threats. For more information about CDC's work or how you can stay healthy, visit www.cdc.gov. Back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. My thanks to Craig Pittens joining us, talking all things Ducks and beyond. We're going to get into Casey Martin, head coach for this men's golf team, as the Ducks get ready for the Pac-12 championships. It'll run Monday through Wednesday of next week. And it was an outstanding conversation that I had with Casey Martin, talking about what makes Norman Jong so good. We talked about the season as a whole as well. Casey Martin, the head coach for the Oregon men's golf team. I talked to him earlier this week about all things Oregon golf. 
All right, I want to start generally because uh, we haven't gotten a chance to talk in a while. Uh, l- l- let's recap the season a little bit. What are just your thoughts heading into this Pac-12 tournament and getting ready for the Pac-12s? I mean, just let's start general. What are some of your thoughts heading into it? Well, you know, um, the expectations have been super high based on our last two years. And so when you look at it in those in those terms, we haven't had a great season. You know, we're not ranked where we have been and won as many tournaments. So uh, that part's been a little disappointing, although it's a little bit understandable when you when you think that you know Aaron Wise was supposed to be a senior and he left early and we're scrambling, so that part um, have some young kids that are trying and that that are learning and and have shown signs and and but also slipped up a bit. So that's what's kept us back um, at times. Um, at the top, though, the the good news and the exciting part is certainly. At the top of the spectrum, you know, Norman and his play is, has been, you know, off the chart. So it's been a little bit of a of, of um, a challenge having a player excel so much and then the team kind of not doing as well. I think they feel the pressure of trying to help out more. And so um, hopefully we can just kind of relax and play golf here at the championship season and, and, and peak. But uh, it, regardless, it's been fun to watch Norman uh, win these tournaments. More on Norman in a moment. I'm curious how you handle it as a coach when you have all those expectations. I mean, how'd you talk about that with your team, and how have you addressed that this year? Well, I mean, we talked briefly about it, and and um, the way you do it is you just prep and you go play golf, and you're thankful that you have those good expectations. It's better than expecting to be bad and trying to overcome that. I mean, there, um, and and if you pursue golf at, at at the level that you want, and these kids aspire to play professionally, you're going to have to deal with these things. You're going to deal with expectations and pressures, and so it's good to deal with it now um we haven't done great with it you know and so we're learning but um the mix is still there that that we can have a great end of our season and i'm hopeful that we do all right how about norman what makes that guy so special you know i could talk for hours in fact i just got off the phone for literally 50 minutes with the golf channel about him as as a lot of the media is starting to figure out um kind of what i've been saying for years is if anyone's followed me i've said hey this kid's really special and uh, he's proving it what he's doing is just off the charts i mean he should be a freshman this year age-wise he came early last year he graduated early so it's a little bit skewed that way but just a brief recap of what he's done he showed up last year in six months became the phil mickelson national freshman of the year and half the year this summer he was a medalist and won the western amateur which is one of the top five amateur events in the world and played in the walker cup was undefeated and then this fall he he won twice and then this this spring he's won three times he has uh the lowest scoring average I've ever had, and he's won five times, which is remarkable, the most I've ever had in one year, and we still have three tournaments left, hopefully. So, um, you know, I was just comparing him. Um, a lot of the media is asking me to compare him to all the great ones, and I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of great players um, come through the ranks, both when I played with Tiger and then being out on tour and seeing them and now seeing all the great college players that are having so much success, and Norman's right there. I mean, um, we were just talking to the um, – Justin Thomas won three times, and and Jordan Spieth won three times at the same age. And Norman Norman's won five times and has a lower scoring average. So, you know, you don't know what the future holds. You don't know what's going to happen if and when you make that next jump and and all the variables. Um, but certainly at this age, um, Norman's as good as I've ever seen. Mentally, he must be pretty equipped i would assume at the at a young age to be able to do what he's doing but then some of the physical skills i mean what are some of those tangible assets i guess that he possesses well the first thing when you watch norman play you're you're struck with just his power um because he's a big guy and he hits it really straight and really far um i played with him two days ago in emerald valley and i'm not a short hitter when i played the pga tour i was top 10 in distance and he outdrove me by 50 yards the first hole and I texted someone. I said, I just got outdriven by 51 yards. And, uh, you know, it was kind of laughing. But when you take a kid that is able to do that and hit fairways, I mean, the advantage you have is just it's through the through the roof. You know, um, you don't have to be very good after that to win tournaments. But the matter of the fact is he's still good. He putts beautifully, and he's an amazing iron player. And, and I would say his weakness would be 100 yards and in around the greens, not at the level that the rest of the game was, but he's really worked on it. It's it's trending. I mean, he's getting great at it. So that's why he's dominating right now. And, and um, so it's really fun to watch. 
Well, it's cool to see, and I know that we could talk about him for for hours, and I'm sure that we will in the in the coming months. Um, how about the just the importance for you guys hosting a tournament? I was just kind of curious about that because I didn't chance to talk to you a few weeks ago. Just how nice is it you guys have hosted the NCAA tournament? Now you've hosted the Duck Invitational. It's got to be kind of nice to be able to show off Eugene Golf, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, in golf, you don't get many home events because you travel to 13 tournaments around the country, and then hopefully, you know, we get one home event. And so uh, we were able to play there. We were able to win that one, and and so. Uh, um, that felt good. Um, kids get asleep in their own bed. We do so much traveling that it's it's nice to be home. Um, but uh, you you don't get very long at it. You know, it, only one tournament a year, and so we're back on the on the road grinding away. And but it's also not a horrible thing to go to California this time of year because it's been a little tough the last week getting out there. It's been wet, so it's always fun when you look at the forecast of Southern California and get to go there. On a personal note, how did my hometown of Santa Cruz treat you? Oh, yeah. Santa Cruz is an interesting place. I, I like Santa Cruz. It's like a glorified Eugene. I mean, <laughs> there are some interesting dynamics to Santa Cruz, um, but it's beautiful. It actually rained hard. We had um, a rain delay, and, and uh, which is unique and, and rare, obviously, for California. But Santa Cruz is awesome. It's it's uh, it's a little little sliver of Eugene down, down in, on the California coast. But um, it's a neat golf course we get to play, and the weather typically is really good. So. I've been saying that about Santa Cruz for years, so I'm glad that you just validated everything that I've tried to tell people that are from Eugene. Uh, now getting ready for the Pac-12s, so what are some of your keys, I guess? What are some of your focuses heading into that tournament? We addressed some of the recapping the season briefly, but what are you guys thinking about heading into this? So the Pac-12s is in L.A. this year on a, re- a new design golf course that uh, they took an old country club down in Redondo area and uh, took all the trees out and made it a Lynx-type golf course. So David McClay Kidd, who designed Band and Dunes, um, did it. And so no one's really played it. It just opened up a few months ago. Um, but the intel I have is that it's very open off the tee, huge greens. It's d- not golf that we're used to. Uh, we're used to tree-lined, narrow, defining-type golf. Um, we're going to play wide open and uh, so we this week in particular we'll really prep for long putts and and that kind of kind of situation but um it's hard to do it's it's very different than what we're used to um so we'll do the best we can and and i think the wild card i i you know you Norman, I'm sure we'll play great. We just need to get the other guys to, to play like they're capable, and we'll be competitive. You mentioned that they're kind of maybe feeling the pressure, I guess, of, of having a guy like Norman. Is that kind of good and bad? Because you get a guy like Norman that's like, hey, this is what the standard could be. I know he's special. But then there's the other side, too, where it's like, man, that's how good that guy is. Is, is there kind of pros and cons there? There are, I think. I mean, the team loves Norman. Norman is all about the team and he's the most um, humble guy you could imagine, you know, so the team loves him. And I think they feel the pressure of wanting to support him. They don't want it to just be Norman Zhang the whole time and, and not um, support him. But, and it's not like they've done horribly. I mean, it's just, you know, at the level of winning a championship, we're not quite at that level yet, but I think it's still there. And I've been telling the guys, you know, um, I told them gently in the fall, I'm telling them a little more sternly now, um, we gotta, we gotta get this going because um, we don't want to squander um, a guy like Norman or, or the success we've had. We want to capitalize on it. And, and they're ready to do it. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, and good luck down there in sunny Los Angeles. Let's go. We need, we need some vitamin D. Isn't that what it is, vitamin D? Yeah, we need it. Casey Martin, head coach, Oregon men's golf. A great conversation, and I think we'll be talking about Norman Zhang for years to come here on Duck Insider. I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for that young golfer. My thanks to Casey Martin for taking the time to join us. We're going to hear from Jim Mastro, Oregon running backs coach coming up, Tony Brooks James, C.J. Verdell, and Oregon softball's Miranda Ellish on the docket as well. Don't get to all of it. We'll definitely have it for you tomorrow on the program. Taking a look at the weekend schedule and what else is going on around Oregon athletics. Time for today's two-minute drill brought to you by Cafe Yum. We begin with the announcement this morning that the Oregon surplus sale is back for another triumphant year. Scheduled for May 12th at the Mashovsky Center next to Autzen Stadium. Sale runs 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. or until all product is sold. And as an exclusive benefit, current University of Oregon season ticket holders and Duck Athletic Fund donors are eligible for priority access to the surplus sale. More info, GoDucks.com. The St. Baldrick's Foundation Bald Fest is happening this Sunday. Starts at noon with festival activities getting going at 2. The tournament for soccer... It's hosted by the Oregon soccer team. We'll begin at noon with all the festivities getting rolling at 2 o'clock. 
The Bald Fest is all about raising money for the St. Baldrick's Foundation, which raises money and helps bring awareness to childhood cancer. Looking for a cure for childhood cancer. Kaitlin Wong, the big organizer for Oregon soccer in its second annual year. I'm looking forward to that event coming up on Sunday. Silent auction items, including a signed football by Marcus Mariota, will be up for auction, and all of the proceeds benefit the St. Baldrick's Foundation. Oregon softball opening up the weekend against Oklahoma at 4 o'clock on Thursday. They've got Stanford in town Friday, Saturday to Sunday, but Oklahoma is the number two team in the country. Ducks are number four in the polls. Oregon, though, number one in the RPI. Civil War Series for Oregon baseball begins at 6 o'clock on Thursday, then 4 o'clock on Friday and 4 o'clock on Saturday. Men's tennis is also in action this weekend down in the Bay Area. That's a big-time big-time matchup for Neil Shelander's squad at Oregon Lacrosse at Colorado on Friday. Finally, the Oregon football spring game, 2 o'clock on Saturday at Autzen Stadium. Price of admission is just three non-perishable food items, and all of that benefits food for Lane County. We'll be on the air with a 1 o'clock pregame show for the Oregon football spring game here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Two-minute drill brought to you by Cafe Yum, restaurants throughout Oregon and Washington, where special diet requests and custom orders are always welcome. Menus and nutrition info at cafeyum.com. Joey Mack here with you. And coming up next, we'll hear from Jim Mastro, the Oregon running backs coach, about his philosophy with running backs and also bringing a little bit of the pistol offense here to Oregon. Jim Mastro on the show next here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. This is Joel Block for The Law and You with Eugene attorney Don Corson. Don, you recently won a case against an insurance company for improper practices after an auto accident. What happened? We represented a man who bought auto insurance to protect his family. When he got in an accident, his insurance company refused to settle, and he was sued. There was a substantial judgment against him. His insurance company's lawyers encouraged him to take bankruptcy. That's just plain wrong. We were asked to help the man and filed a lawsuit against his insurance company for its unacceptable practices. When the jury heard the facts... They strongly penalized the insurance company for its misconduct. Most cases like this are never prosecuted because insurance companies are exempt from Oregon's unfair trade practices law. Until this law changes, insurance companies sometimes can take advantage of their Oregon policyholders. Thanks, Don. For more on your rights with insurance companies, visit the law firm of Corson & Johnson at CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. The Law and You is a community service and does not replace the advice of an attorney. Duck Insider, Duck Insider, Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. I've got the water, energy bars, and camera. I think we're set for the hike. Almost. We need to protect our skin. Don't forget your wide-brimmed hat and sunscreen. All right. I've got the hat. I've got SPF 30. Will that work? Yeah, anything 15 or higher is good. Just make sure it says broad spectrum. Great. Got it. I am not getting burned again. Let's go. Learn more at cdc.gov slash cancer. Hi, I'm Kathy Rigby, and I love portraying Peter Pan on the stage. But there are many children who are facing the reality of life-threatening illnesses every day. Discovery Arts helps children undergoing cancer treatment step outside of their illness and into a world of imagination by bringing them music, dance, and arts adventures while they're in the hospital. For $15 a month, you can become a Discovery Arts partner and bring art adventures to a child facing the unimaginable. Visit discoveryarts.org today for more information. Back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. We're live here at the Duck Store, where we purchase Sport the Ducks, past, present, and future. Joey Mack here with you. Yesterday, before spring football practice, Jim Mastro, the Oregon running backs coach, new to the program, coming from Washington State, spent time at Nevada when the pistol offense was really at the forefront for the Wolfpack. He brought some of that to the Ducks, and it was interesting hearing him discuss what that means to the Oregon offense and his thoughts on the running back core. Jim Mastro, the Duck running backs coach, meeting with the media. That's part of the the intrigue for you coming here is having a program that's going to run the ball a little bit more? Well, absolutely, yeah. You know, just wants to do a little bit of what I know and what they've done before. It's not like it's new to Oregon. I mean, they've, Coach Cristobal, Coach Arroyo had been in the pistol their previous stops a bunch. So just kind of try to add something if I can. What do you see with, with Tony? He's a guy who's always been, you know, not really the, the workhorse guy. Can he take on that kind of a role, or, or what, what do you see from him this year? Yeah, we're about to find out. You know, we're trying to push him into that that 
that role. You know, just see right now he's doing well. He's doing a lot of things well. So we'll just see how it plays out the rest of spring ball. With a guy like him, you're his third running backs coach in, in his career. Did you kind of do a feeling out of what he's learned from the other two guys? Or, or where do you start with a kind of veteran like that? Sure, but what we're doing now is, is just drastically different than anything they've done in the past. So it's been good. I think he's really engaged because he has to be because you have to kind of learn you know, the footwork in this offense is crucial. And so he's got to have to kind of learn that as we go. So very attentive and uh, smart kid. How, how is it dramatically different than what they've done in the past? Well, when you're in the pistol, just the footwork of the quarterback and the running back is everything. You know, to where when you're offset and you're in the gun, there's a lot of leeway for kind of mistakes, you know, to where in this offense, in that formation, there's not. What are you seeing behind Tony in terms of some of the guys who can play? No, they're all playing. They're all doing pretty well right now. You know, I like uh, C.J. Vardell a lot. Darian Felix is, is healthy and doing some good things. Um, you know, Travis Dye doing some good things. You know, Cyrus, big run in the scrimmage. So all these guys are doing some, some really good things. You know, Taj came light years from practice one to now. And so I'm really pleased with what he's doing too. Are you seeing kind of like Tony is being like the featured guy and then everyone behind him, or is it going to be a little more balanced, do you think? Yeah, no, it's open. I mean, there's not really a guy that's really separated himself yet, which is a good thing because they're all kind of doing a lot of good things. But uh, eventually uh, you hope one or two separate themselves as you get into fall camp. You've got a history with the pistol. Is that sort of something that you're coming in and installing? I'm just helping them. Yeah, they've done it before. Coach Cristobal did it at Alabama. Coach Arroyo did it a bunch at Oklahoma State. They just kind of wanted some new ideas, I think, and some you know different different philosophies, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm just you know kind of staying in my lane, do what I'm told, and just you know, give them ideas that I think will help us. What's CJ's development like? What do you what are you guys working on with him the most? It's just he needs to play. You know, he's a freshman. He was you know, injured, I think, last year a little bit. But um, you know, he's uh, he's a, he's a powerful, explosive kid. You know, he's got to get him more reps. Extra dimension does the pistol add? I mean, well, can you just uh, add to that a little bit? What you mean? Just adding that formation. Well, uh, the number one thing is your backfield set doesn't tip anything anymore. You know, when your back is offset to one side or the other, the defense basically sets their defense to where the backfield is. And now that we're in that formation, they can't do that. You have zone read football to both sides of the field. You know, your play action game now, you know, is is much more dynamic. So it brings uh, it brings a lot to the table that you know Coach Royal is doing a heck of a job of kind of finding new ways to use it. So it's been fun. How much of an adjustment is that for the quarterbacks as, as well on their footwork? And- Quarterback, not so much as it is the back, you know. Um, but, again, it's it's detailed. If you guys are watching practice, there's a lot that goes into that that formation. But our kids have picked it up well. You know, we, offense is pretty much installed now, and they've, uh, they've picked it up nicely. With your history with the pistol, is that something that you kind of brought to the program and to Cristobal here, or was that something that he wanted you to bring? Or I, don't I don't know. They had done it in the past, and they'd been Oregon had ran it a little bit in the past. So I just think um, it just uh, just kind of maybe bring new ideas. You know, bring a you know kind of we were the the ground floor of it, and just some ideas they like, some they don't like, and just kind of just you know, put in your two cents on what you think would be good and not, and then let them decide uh, what they want to run. Is it? You know, for defenses, are they more used to it these days? Because when you were at Nevada, it seemed like it was pretty new. Well, no one's really doing it. You know, like uh, everybody kind of, kind of got away from it when and the, everybody separated. So, um, you know, we're going to be, we want to be a majority in it. And so, uh, but uh, you know, it's tough for defenses. What it does, I think, in my opinion, is it makes defenses kind of show their hand a little bit. But uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. When Taj has been on the field the last couple of years, we, we've seen him be a bit of a home run threat, but a inconsistent. What, what's he kind of got to do to get himself to be on the, on the field more and more of just a, a complete player? Yeah, well, you answer your own question. Consistent. <laughs> now, he's got to be able to show he can do it. You don't want to be a one-hit wonder. In this offense, you want a guy who can just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. You don't want to, every time you send somebody in the game, the defense is like, oh, this is what's coming. You don't want that. And that's what we're trying to get away from here to where whatever back is in the game or whatever receivers are in the game, that that guy can go and go and go and go. And that's kind of what we're looking for. The success of the uh, running backs, of course, depending on the offensive line. What what do you see in this offensive line that you've seen at other places? I yeah, mean, well, it's, it's really good. You know, that uh, to me, you have three offensive line coaches here and three really good ones. And that, to me, that is for a, for a running back coach and you know, coaching the backs, that's, that's a dream. You know, those guys, they coach them, they coach them hard. And it's a really good group. Those guys, uh, those guys play hard. It's fun to watch. You know, Mario wants to have a, a physical program. When you have some smaller running backs, you know, Royce and Kenai were the the big kind of beefy guys the last couple of years. Just 
I mean, what's what's that like for that position group to be kind of small, but also at the same time wanting to have that physical trade? Yeah, they got to be durable. You know, I'm not really worried about height as much as you got to get their weight to where we want it. But um, yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. They're going to have to play hard. I mean, you can't. Like I said, I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. A guy run two plays and comes out three. We're not. You can't be that. You know, to be consistent, you got to play, and you got to have depth in your room, and they got to challenge each other. And that's kind of where we're at right now. So, and I'm not worried about height as much as I am. They got to keep their body weight up. Near Mastro, the Oregon running backs coach, meeting with the media. First time the media gotten a chance to catch up with him. You can see he brings a wealth of knowledge to that position for the Ducks. Duck Insider Day brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Coming up next, live here from the Duck Store, we appreciate to support the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Oregon. We'll hear from one of his running backs, Tony Brooks-James. Stick with us. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance Companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service. And they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner, just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies. And that's something you can always count on. Western bacon cheese, burger cheese, bacon, western bacon cheese, burger, I'm talking Carl Jr., pick it up. Western bacon cheese, burger, Carl Jr., pick it up. Western bacon cheese, burger cheese, bacon, western bacon cheese, burger, Carl Jr., pick it up. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's Poly Radio. I've switched to cooking with healthier oils. So now what do I do with all these tubs of lard? Skinny jeans feeling too tight, a bit of lard on your hips and thighs, and those pants slide on like a dream. So there's no need for that lard to go to waste. But get your best heart-healthy trade-up with healthier oils, like canola, olive, or other vegetable oils, which can actually lower your chances for heart disease. Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info is the national supporter of the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted to IMG College, LLC, by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts of this game or show without the express written consent of IMG College and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG College and approved by the University of Oregon. Today's legal disclaimer was brought to you by Corson and Johnson Law. In life as in sports, you have to enforce the rules to keep people safe. Learn more about how the law can make our community safer at CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. The Corson and Johnson Law Firm is a proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. Joey Mack welcoming you back inside the Duck Store here for Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Uh, I said we were going to get to Tony Brooks James. C.J. Verdell uh, won't get a chance to get to him today with the... Clock running out on the show. Got a few updates to give you, and I'll tell you a little bit about what we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, Mario Cristobal will join us because it's one more day until, or one more interview availability, that is, until the Ducks play at Autzen Stadium on Saturday at 2 o'clock for the Oregon football spring game. Price of admission, three cans of non-perishable food items for Food for Lane County. Pretty good cause, and get a chance to enjoy some sunshine and see the Ducks in action. Mario Cristobal set to talk with the media, as is the new Centers and guards coach Alex Mirabal. I'm looking forward to talking with him. First time that I'll get a chance to chat with him will be tomorrow. We'll probably have it for you on the show on Friday. We'll also have Mike White, head coach for Oregon softball, joining the program. 
and Oregon baseball head coach George Horton will be talking with the media this afternoon. So we'll have that for you on Duck Insider tomorrow as well. Some other updates around Oregon athletics. If you missed it earlier, Ana Ayuso, Annalie Maley, and Sierra Camposano moving on from the Oregon women's basketball program. Uh, Ina Ankles Ayuso will play professionally in Spain. Pretty cool opportunity for her. And Lexi Bando is joining the L.A. Sparks for training camp. I'll tell you, I've been saying it. You can always find a spot on a roster for a shooter. And Lexi Bando is one of the best of all time. The St. Baldrick's Bald Fest is coming up on Sunday. More details, GoDucks.com. Silent auction and a 7-on-7 soccer tournament at Pat Bay Field, which begins at noon. And all the proceeds, all the benefits, go towards the St. Baldrick's Foundation, which raises money to help cure childhood cancer. Great cause. Encourage you to join us on Sunday at Pat Bay Field. We'll be back with you tomorrow. A lot of football interviews, previewing the baseball Civil War and softball's big matchup with Oklahoma. That's tomorrow. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Alvin and the Chipmunks want to remind you to keep bacteria and food from making you ill with four simple steps. This will be a walk in the park. Clean. Wash hands and surfaces often. I'm waiting for the ring cycle. Separate. Keep raw meats away from ready-to-eat foods. Yep. Cook. Make sure meat, poultry, and seafood is cooked to the right temperature. Fire in the hole. And chill. Refrigerate food promptly. Bingo. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. You've been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.